<laughs> check, check, check. <laughs> testing, testing. Mic, one, two. Check, one, two, bitch. <laughs> beep, beep, bitch. <laughs> this is gonna turn into like a sweet, like, call that. Yeah. 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 Or I was gonna say it could be turned into like a techno where suddenly it's like a techno beat and it's just you going beep, beep, bitch, boom, and then like the, you know, the beat drops. Oh, the drops. bass would drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat drop, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We should stop talking. We sound really white right now. <laughs> I mean, we are both super white. Yeah, no, it was, we don't have to like talk sometimes. That's actually the thing about being white. That is, is that a lesson that is taking me my up. whole life to learn. <laughs> I still haven't learned it. Well, we're still white and still always going to be white, but I don't think that's what this podcast is about. <laughs> Not today. No, not We would definitely like to get into today. that. <laughs> but this is what we're going to call our first episode. First episode. First episode. Oh, we should make a jingle. I mean, we don't have to. It's fine. I was like, right now? We're just trying to... Oh, Jesus Christ, Swan. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Swan. I'm Wit. And this is I'm Your Person. I am your person. Da-na-na-na. Which is like a podcast that we're starting. We don't know what we're doing, so I hope that you're here for it. Yeah, we're just, well, we're just actually building a relationship and talking about mostly our mental health, I think, Mm -hmm. and um, joking around a lot, lots of goofs. (laughs) Lots of goofs. You're a goof. Uh, Beers. Mm -hmm. Beers, there's, uh, yep. In, in, uh, what's that called when you imbibe? They're I, called I think it's in, libations. Oh, okay. That's what I was... Great. Yep. You should have known that Call one. back to an 1800s word. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> um, no, I think we're just talking about... Uh, I think, well, this whole thing started because you and I would get together and we would have these really good talks where we'd like be joking around, but then we'd also talk about like really serious, heavy shit. Mm-hmm. And it was so nice to have a person that understood or could just be an ear and so that's and that's where the name came from i'm your person because it's so nice to have a person sometimes to just be able to say this shit too yeah and i think we're here too because we want to one of the reasons we started recording it is because we want to be your person and we want you to be our people please because <laughs> <laughs> uh, life is hard and we're all out here trying to learn and figure things out together and so i think that you'll find that a lot of the episodes that we have already recorded and are going to share with you in, in future episodes, just really de- deal with a lot of um, tough stuff. Yeah, I think in this, I mean, in this political climate too, I think it's so important to constantly be trying to better your understanding of other people, other cultures, other points of view, feeling empathy when it's, it's so easy to get angry and bitter and just be hard. But I think this is a little bit of, Let's all be a little bit vulnerable. Let's all have a little empathy and some understanding. Because I think eventually what we both want to do is we want to have other people on the podcast and just talk about their story and let us be your person and let's hear your point of view. And hopefully our listeners too can get a little more understanding and perspective on something that you wouldn't necessarily ask somebody. Yeah, we're open to start discussions and um, bring up things that will make you ask questions of us, but like you can also use your Google machine, yes, and <laughs> look up words that we say and things that we're talking about. <laughs> they're, no, they're gonna look up words that we say and be like, 
that's not a fucking word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean like I <laughs> I have all the plans to talk about things that I haven't always known about my whole life. Mm-hmm. So when saying words that like you're like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you can either ask us or also look it up. Because even if we just made it up on the spot, Lord knows it's on like UrbanDictionary.com, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. And Let's also, you know what's way funner than Google is if you email us <laughs> and ask us. It could be like, ask Abby, but instead of like asking Google, you ask us and then we come at you with some great life experience and advice and some laughs. Yeah. And <laughs> it could be exciting. Yeah. And if you, oh my God, please send us like your questions and shit to I'm your person podcast at gmail.com, which we just set up and it's totally official and legit. (laughs) Uh, We have Instagram going too, I think now mm -hmm. we're going to set up our Facebook soon. If it's not already set up, we've got, um, I think all of our social media is under I'm your person podcasts at whatever handle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at handle, 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 (laughs) at the handy handle. (laughs) <laughs> dot handle slash handle. I'm your person podcast. Handle it, bitch. <laughs> Let me handle you. It's a t-shirt with just pictures of hands. Let's all uh. handle each other. No, Swan that's and I a were little gropey. <laughs> Let me grope not you. What no. I meant. Sorry, guys. I'm not gropey. <laughs> we are not okay with unconsensual <laughs> touching. Uh, not at all. Not um, at all. Yesterday, Swan and I were joking around. We're like both uh, editing other cast that we're trying to get out, etc. And we were talking about naming stuff. How did I start that? Oh, because uh, you had written a group memo, like a group meeting memo, <laughs> and you were like, you just sent it to us and you said, uh, my, our group memo is called I'm your memo or whatever no, it was. So, it's, so you, it said, my, my board meeting memo is called I'm your board meeting. And then you said, everything needs to be this. And then I said, I'm your refrigerator. And, like, I pictured just, like, walking around putting tags on everything. And you were like, start our own merch. I'm your coffee mug. I'm your graphic tee. And I was like, I'm your coffee, dude. And then, yeah, we went to Weighted Blanket. I jokingly said, I'm your blanket. Swan said, I'm your depression. (laughs) That's what I pictured. Depression is so much, like... This heavy weight that's just like, nah, girl, just stay that's in bed. That's not what weighted blankets feel like, though. <laughs> but it's it just so felt, beautiful. it was similar. It was along the same lines. Yeah. If I had a weighted blanket, I would name her depression. Mm. Okay, but <laughs> you're upsetting me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to ruin your relationship with Blanky. I feel like I'd like to drop all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really cold this week. Was it? I didn't hear anything about it. <laughs> that is a lie. Um, it's quite cold in this state. We're coming at you live from deep Minnesota. So we're actually having a um, heat wave over here because it's only minus five. Ooh, that I is know. nice. It's nice. It takes a whole ten minutes for our skin to freeze and die <laughs> instead of five. It was pretty dramatic. Uh, yeah, I definitely dude. got some minor like frost nip on my hands from just. I mean, it's not like frostbite because I didn't have to like lose a finger or anything. Yeah. But it it was like um, cold burns. I think would be a way to describe it. That's a good yeah. I ended up with some during the really crazy cold days. Were you like shoveling? Why were you outside? No, dude. Like walking to my car with gloves on. At one uh. point, it was a smoke break that I took. Where my hands, 
I had my gloves set up right in my coat pockets, and I kept them, like, in my coat pockets, but every once in a while, I would take my hand out of a glove just to ash my cigarette. Yeah. And from doing that and switching off hands, I ended up with cold burn all across the tops of my fingers and on the edges and stuff. I had to, like, do a whole bunch of skincare. It is insane how cold it gets here. And this only happens, I mean, this isn't all the time. This only happens, like, once or twice a year. I don't think it's ever... I think that the last two days were probably the coldest days of my life. Yeah. my personal life. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it get to... What was it? At one point, it was, like, negative 65 or something. The lowest that I saw on my very own phone, because it's... They're not talking about the temperature here, listeners. They're talking about the wind chill, which wind chill is... Like yeah, you can it's say, like it's like the real feel when you see yeah, it on your thing, and it's like it's actually like it's negative twenty, but it feels like negative sixty. Yeah, the I, the lowest that I saw, or the yeah lowest that I saw was like highest. What the highest uh, was minus fifty eight. Yeah, I think. which is incredible. Yeah, it's pretty. It's wild. like I think it's warmer on Mars. <laughs> like, like what the fuck? And then what? Oh, what I love is like. When it gets, when you think about how hot it gets in the summertime, and you're like, okay, let's say it gets a hundred degrees in the summer, which I know it gets hotter, but think about the temperature difference. That's a hundred and sixty degree difference in just a couple of months. How nuts is that? Nuts. Why do we? Why do we live here? Well, I live here for love. Uh, Why so does do your I. ass live here? Yeah, mine is also love. <laughs> okay, well, God, um, I don't have to say I'm your person goes to Hawaii, <laughs> do I? Because we can just goes to Hawaii. Listeners, please support I'm your person on their move to a warmer climate. <laughs> please support our Patreon Even so we can try to go buy our I'm your coffee mug to help us get out of here. Take us out. Oh, no, I'm man. just kidding. This is not. Not, this is not... We're a, not making any money on this. <laughs> well, it's also not a relief call. I made it sound like that for a second. Or like a... <laughs> help, help. Save us. Help us. That's, I didn't mean that. Like, we can do it ourselves. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but we're still here. And we're apparently, sur- both of us, it's for love. So Surviving and thriving. Suck it, because... <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can do. I just... I need people... If we get listeners down south, I just need you to send me pictures of, like... Warm deserts, rolling oceans, <laughs> something Puppies. green. No, not puppy. Did summer shit. I, I'm sorry, dude. Also, <laughs> sorry, I, got, I came down really critical on your I, uh I sent a Marco Polo to my partner's uncle today while I was like deep cleaning, etc. And was like, it was about Pokemon Go. <laughs> I was like, are you going to open your gift, dude? And he was, he sent me his polo from his car, like, all coated up and shit, and was like, must be nice wherever you are. <laughs> like, like, it must be nice wherever you are, because I'm all coated up. And yeah. I was like, bitch, I'm inside, where it's warm. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing what I'm wearing. inside. <laughs> Judgy McJudgerson. Uh, but that does bring me to, I would love to give a shout out to my job. What up? For... Closing the store mm-hmm. on the first really cold night, they closed early, and they closed the next day, and people still went in and did things that they needed to do, which was amazing and brilliant, like, um, there were still orders that showed up, like, yeah. groceries still have to get on the shelves, yep. and people still do- showed up to do that sort of thing, etc., but really what I was just getting into is just, like, man, 
people before profits. You let your employees. Your there's over a hundred employees yeah. that are non-admin, I believe, at this point, at this job, which yeah. is still very small. But like, you let them stay home mm-hmm. so that they could be safe, and that there, is amazing. There were a lot of thank restaurants you, you, that you, I saw you. that were closed, and. There was one restaurant, and I don't want to blow them up, so I won't say who they were, but there was one restaurant that I've worked at before. I worked there for two years, and they posted on their Facebook, and they're like, everywhere else is closed. Come in. Come see us. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, that's super shitty, and I was I was super tempted to leave a comment on it and just be like, that's bullshit. You should let your staff stay home. Like, nobody's going out Dude, to eat. everyone that stayed open got trashed on the internet. Like, yeah. aside from everything. Like, and that's what I wanted to do. Oh, and I was like... so trashed. I, like, held in my hate. And not kidding you, like, a half an hour later, they posted a new a new status. And they're like... They and they just said, sorry, <laughs> we'll be closed tonight. And I just wanted to be like, good. Like, value your staff. And I hope the reason that you closed was because all of your staff was like, fuck you, we're not coming in. It's negative 55 outside. Fuck you. So, uh, one of my... One person that I follow on Facebook pretty closely because she just always has beautiful, amazing things to say. Um, like, called the internet's attention to people getting on the city of Minneapolis because they posted, um, we'll still be picking up your trash tomorrow. And this is yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, like, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, the city of Minneapolis was like, Pick up my trash next week if you want. Like, let your people yeah. stay home. Yeah. The shit had, like, fucking hundreds of comments. Like, it was the amazing. mail was canceled. Right, that's what everybody was saying. Like, rain the and snow and sleet and mailmen up. stayed home, which I was so happy. I was like, good. Tell them to stay <laughs> home. Like, I even saw a dude today, like, today was, like, warmer than yesterday. Yesterday was, like, negative 55. Today was, like, negative 25, which is, like, st- doable but still fucking cold. And I saw a mailman out, like, doing his route today, and he was, like, all bundled up, and I just wanted to, like, give him a huge fucking hug and a $100 bill, because it's just, like, that's the kind of job that you don't, you don't think about. Like, nobody is just like, I oh, know. yeah, our mail's always there, or whatever, but it's just, like, those men and women that are out there doing that, that must fucking suck, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't say you don't think about, maybe you don't think about it. I mean, I'm just generalizing. <laughs> I mean, just think about all the steps. Like, I think about all the steps. Yeah. Think about the, the trash and where it goes and how it... Mm-hmm. It doesn't just disappear. Nope. <laughs> it goes into a hole and somebody has to take it there. Not always. We're not going into how Minneapolis disposes of trash right now on our podcast, but... No, that's not today's no, episode. not today. <laughs> not today. Maybe, Maybe next soon. Time. We'll see. Next on I'm Your Person, how is trash disposed of? <laughs> Please send us... In the cities. Send us an email about what you want us to talk about at I'm Your Person podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Can you imagine it being something like that, too? <laughs> You're like, um... I just really need a seven-year-old to email us and be like, how are babies made? And then it's like, yes! Swan, no. I will not be a part of that. I would gladly be like, listen up, little Julia. We're going to talk about it. This would be like, I'm your person, like, Swan's episode. Like the Dr. Ruth. Wit signed off on this. Like, was like, I will not be a part of this. Wit's like sitting in the corner. No, no. Wit's like, record that at your own damn house with your own damn microphone far away from me, my friend. Not getting into this. Do we need to have the talk, Wit? Do you? I know know how birth works. I have like 80 million siblings in a hundred. 
thousand nieces and nephews. Ugh, that's too many. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Adam, man. Ugh, Eve, dude. <laughs> Relevance. Dude, riffing. So organic. I love it. <laughs> cool. Well, um... <laughs> So this has been exciting so far. This is good. Um, highlights of the, the cold cast are that I made um, some soup with my partner that was super dope. Yeah, it was actually really good. Mm-hmm. Killer. Yeah. And coming uh, from a professional chef, oh, it was really good. good. Thank yeah, you. It was mm-hmm. good. Baby, you're that. <laughs> Braggy brag. <laughs> um. What else are we talking about? Oh, my birthday. Dude. My birthday is this weekend. Hell yeah. Turning 33. Yeah. It's going to nice. be cool. I always like to do a, oh my God, <gasps> what if we recorded an after hours uh, episode on your birthday when everybody's here and yes. we could do, we could, we could almost do like interview style where we pull people aside and be like, give us a little blip it or a little whatever. I that. If you're going to make it like wit involved, if it's going to be like. Tell us how you feel about wit. I'm just or how did you meet wit? What's start, the funniest like, thing? Crying or some shit. No, fuck tears, man. <laughs> fuck that shit. When people start Don't getting cry. so drunk that they start crying, you just start booting people out. Which is like me <laughs> no, after like said, after like four drinks. Said, I'm just like, let me talk about things. My, I do this with my mom. I'll have a few drinks and then I'll be like, let's talk about so and so. And she's like, why? Why do you do this? I'm like, because I'm emotionally stunted and this is the only way I feel vulnerable. <laughs> At least you didn't blame Karen this time, because usually you do. Karen! (laughs) Cars. We love her. Cars. Car, car. Cars. Anyways, your birthday. Yeah. It's happening. 33. It's going to be cool. Oh. I keep... So I have a new fiddle toy thing, but I keep, like, flinging it all over the world. I'm just going to hang off on that for a second. Mm -hmm. I'm a little too excited. Just set it down for a minute. No, it's it's been a pretty (laughs) elemental... Is that a word? It's been a pretty big year. A couple of years for me, I think, because, I don't know, everything kind of seems to be solidifying and um, things just seem to be a little bit easier to tackle and the relationships that I want to cultivate seem to be clearer and, I don't know, I, I hope for everyone that they make it to their... <laughs> to here. Like, someone asked me the other day, they were like, 33, what's that going to feel like? And I was like, better than any other year on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's not that, like, I have everything I need or everything I want or whatever, but I know what I need and mm-hmm. I know what I want. And I have I have a lot of power that I didn't have when I was younger to, like, make those decisions and a lot of freedom and forgiveness for myself and the people around me that's led me to those points. It's... Pretty cool. I I hope that everyone makes it to 30. I sure didn't think I would. Well, and it sounds like you have more clarity and also that you have the strength to put up the healthy boundaries that maybe you didn't understand or didn't have the strength to in your youth, which I feel like is something that I'm sort of learning. I'm 29, but it's like I'm figuring out, I'm just starting to figure out how helpful boundaries can be. Yeah, and and just like just like little that. things like that, where it's just like, this, okay, this is maturity. This is this is life experience. This is the culmination of all those things. Yeah, I posted on Facebook the other day, 
and it was, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter to go into why I posted this, but it said something like, can show, someone show me the line between being taken advantage of and being helpful. And about halfway through the day after posting that, I thought about it. And that's where I was like, no, this, it's on you. Like, it's on you to say whether you have the tools, the spoons, the whatever it takes to get through the the situation. You have to set the boundary. You have to Mm -hmm. say, yes, I can do this or no, I can do this. And I think part of my heartbreak in that was why can't people see when they're taking too much? Mm-hmm. And and that's part of, like, what I thought, I think, would happen is people would be like, oh, no, like, I mean, I can think back as far as my earliest memories and, and think of situations where I would have liked people to have realized that they were taking too much or they were not t- doing the appropriate, putting the ap- appropriate pressure on a, a child at the age that I was mm-hmm. in those moments. And, um... I think it's up to us. As a kid, obviously, it's not. You can't You can't know that then. But yeah. I think the great thing that I'm feeling now is, like, that understanding is being like, oh, shit, uh, I have to be the one to say you can't have that thing. Yeah. And I think it's tough because you wish it wasn't. Like, you wish... You Well, I think, I think that's a little readers. bit of, like, the, the downfall of Disney is because it's like, you want somebody to sweep, to, like, swoop in and be like, no, I'm going to, like... I'm going to protect you from this and save you from this and rescue you from this. And it's like, that's sort of, I get pissed at Disney, but it's like, no, you have to sort of be your own hero and you have to be the one to stand up for yourself and be like, no, I get that you're asking this of me, but it's depleting me and I don't have enough to give to you and also save myself. Like it's, you know, and like being strong enough and firm enough to put up those boundaries in a healthy, safe way of like, man, you know what? I'd love to, I just can't though, you know, and it's like having healthy relationships with people that will understand that and be like, okay, you know, that's fine. Because when you try to put up those boundaries and somebody's just like, what, why can't you just do this for me? Like just, uh, uh," or like, or they get pissed or whatever. And then it's like, and this is not a healthy relationship. You can get the fuck out of my life. Like, I don't need that. And I think it's hard to backtrack too, when you've allowed someone And that's one thing that we talk about later in other episodes is like when you've already set habits with someone and you've already set a certain boundary, whether it be the right amount. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like it's tough to go back and be like, hey, like. Because then they get pissed and they're like, but you've always let me do it before. And then you just have to stand firm and be like, I understand I've done that before, but this is what I'm doing now. Now and from here on forward. Yeah, I think that's part of what 30. Um, means for me is like being willing to do that work let's change the name of our podcast this is 30 (laughs) (laughs) um because it's it's work it is work and it's you can let stuff pass and allow things you can allow things to be unsolved and go past you and just hold tiny resentments and Mm -hmm. etc or you can solve them because there's really I mean you're gonna say or feel those things there's really no way to just be like I don't care about this. It's fine. Like, if you really care about it, then you're going to care about it. And you're just stuffing it into your little stress backpack mm-hmm. that you That you have I, to carry all day. And we should all really unpack those. Like, mm-hmm. mine's so full right now. It probably weighs more than my own damn body. Like, we need to unpack try those. To unpack those every night. Mm-hmm. 
with just like little things. It's kind of like my Pokemon storage box. Like you gotta yeah. unpack at least enough to take on tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, it's it, seriously. It's like what a video game where it's like Pokemon tomorrow. So I need to your storage clear container out only ho- holds a certain <laughs> amount of items. You got to drop some items if you want to take on more. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same. I was trying to explain this to someone earlier. I was like, open my gift on Pokemon Go. And she was like, but my box is full. And I was like, throw away everything except for revives. Yeah. And that's so relevant to this. <laughs> because cause like, Cause we all could use a little more revives. Mm. In my case, mm-hmm. coffee. Mm. There's booze, a cold press on the counter. Do you want cigarettes. to <gasps> <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's right there. Do we? Yeah. Do we get fucking hopped on cold press and yes, then continue to do. podcast? We do. Oh my god! Fast forward <laughs> into like thirty minutes, and the and the listener is just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Because we're literally vibrating. It is cold and flu season. I will not share a cup with you. <laughs> Keep casting by yourself. I'm so I'm gonna over cast you for a minute. I'm gonna cast, baby. Oh. I'm just getting a uh, could I get some ice with my That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> and. Oh, oh, I'm going to do my Seattle. I'm going to do my Seattle impression. And welcome to Seattle's Deep Smooth Jazz 98.2. Welcome on this warm, rainy night. Uh, you're listening to some Miles Davis and. Uh, oh, nope. No, Seattle, dude. Sorry, dude. My imaginary radio station is in friggin' Seattle, bro. God. So. <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, so I thought of a, a story when we were talking about how cold it was. Mm. And it's a story of how I almost died. Jesus again. (laughs) Why are you almost dying all the time? Life has tried to end me a lot. Um, No, just talking about like how cold it is and how people are like, oh, it's so crazy cold. And like, that's so crazy. And it's like, yeah, it's really crazy, but it's also like really scary. Yeah. And it's also like really dangerous. And this is, again, like why I was super glad that like a bunch of businesses and restaurants closed down because you need to protect your staff and you need to protect the people who are potentially trying to force themselves to go out when they just have to go to work. And so the last time that we had a cold snap that was this bad was I think back in 2007, we might've had one between now and then, but in 2007 I was 17 and I was babysitting for a family friend of ours and they lived like way out in the sticks. So like, way out in the fucking forest and so I went out there I babysat for them I was texting a boy all night so my phone died and so then they came home and they're like okay we're home whatever so I got to my car I warmed it up for maybe three minutes because I was like it's fucking cold I just want to go home it was like one in the morning and so I started driving home and I got about three miles away from the house that I was at and my car died and it was like negative 40 outside, negative something crazy. And I had a blanket in my car. And I, so I sat in my car for a few minutes. And then I was like, well, I, I see some lights like out in the distance. I'm just, they're houses. I'm just going to try to walk out to these houses. So I wrapped myself in my blanket and I started walking toward the lights. 
and it was like this little sort of cul-de-sac, but like more spread out because it's like out in the middle of nowhere. And so I started knocking on doors, but at this point it's like 1.30 in the morning and I'm like knocking on doors. And at one point there was even a guy I was knocking on his door and I could see through the entry window and he was sitting in his living room 15 feet away watching TV and would not, he wouldn't look at me. He wouldn't answer the door. And I was just like, I'm just going to keep trying to like knock on doors or whatever. So I'm wandering around in the negative fucking 40. And in the meantime, my mom, who was staying awake until I got home, she called the person that I was babysitting for. And she's like, hey, is Alyssa there? And the person's like, yeah, we sent her home like an hour ago. And so my mom's like, okay, something's wrong. So my mom drives out toward the house. They find my car abandoned on the side of the road. And my mom is like freaking out. And then they eventually found me. I was probably like half mile away. And my mom is a nurse. And when they found me, I was like not making sense. Yeah, dude, you damn near almost died. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was, I was confused, like, which is the first set of the first stage of hypothermia is confusion. And so I was like, I wasn't making sense. I was babbling about nonsense. And so my mom like got me in the car, was like warming me up and like, I, I, I could have died. Yeah. Like 100%. If, if my mom would, I mean, I babysat so many times and my mom usually just like went to bed, whatever. But if she would have, if she would have gone to bed that night, if, if this, if that, if a hundred other things, I could have died. So when people are like, oh, it's just, like, super crazy cold. It's not that bad. Like, we're Minnesotans. I get kind of pissed because I'm like, no, this weather can kill you. This weather can kill you in minutes. I get pissed for my own reasons. Like, I'm pissed about it. I'm pissed that I'm here. (laughs) I'm pissed about a bunch of shit. But um, the day that things got really serious and really cold when they closed my job early, et cetera, um, I had a moment where... I, like, stopped dead in my tracks. I was walking into the cooler at work, and I just stopped. And I was like, so many people are going to die tonight. Yeah. And I, like, cried. I, like, sat, just stood there for a second and cried. And my coworker was like, yo, dude, you okay? And I was like, dude, I just realized that so many people are going to die tonight, and I'm Mm -hmm. so sad. And the only thing that I saw, the only, because that night before I went to bed, like, of course, in my morbid, morbid, I almost said morbid. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> In my morbid, whatever. I just, I just looked. I just mm-hmm. wanted to know if anyone had died yet because it was so cold that it was, it was so cold that I had family members checking in. I hadn't spoken mm-hmm. to in months that I had, um, it, it, there were texts flying and people just being like, I've heard things are really bad there. Are you still there? I woke up the next morning and people were like, are you alive? Yeah. Were some texts that I got. On the news it said that if your skin was exposed for five minutes that yeah. you would get frostbite. Yeah. Like that's how cold it is. Five minutes. So the one story that I saw before I went to bed that night was that a 22-year-old kid from Rochester had been trying to get into his house and couldn't mm-hmm. and like I don't know if he left his phone somewhere or whatever but he'd been dropped off or by he like was under an the Uber influence of something he, he had been at a bar yeah uh, as far as I read and he didn't make it and yeah. like there were people out on their like that came out to their back porches because they heard yelling and um they like found it was bad and it, he died and mm-hmm. that's 
What he is, had a house. Yeah. Yeah. Like who, it's so who, senseless. Who knows what happens to happened to his keys or whatever? But like the people that don't have houses, etc. That mm-hmm. was I cried for those people. I was just like, God damn it! Like oh. I hope that someone is. I'm here like actively working at my job, and so I can't go out and actively work on this yeah. thing. But I hope that people that don't have places to be are finding places to be right now. I heard that a lot of I have some friends that work at homeless shelters and stuff, and you know normally a, a shelter will close at like nine or ten p.m. Yeah. And I heard that a lot of shelters were saying that they were staying open twenty four seven as warming stations. And they said, doesn't matter what time, just come in, warm yourself up. Like, which that made me so happy. Yeah. But also, um, I, and I've said I I've said this before, but I carry. I know a lot of people are resistant to give the homeless community money when they see them on the side of the road. Because they're like, oh, they're just going to go spend it on booze or whatever. And it's like, one thing that I always keep in my car is hot hands, like the hand warmers. Yeah, those are so crucial. And I give those out when I see the homeless community, and especially in the wintertime. And I, they always are so grateful. Because yeah. it's like, what, what, whatever reasons you're out here, and people can be, oh, they're, they did it to themselves, or they, whatever fucking bullshit somebody's going to say, no matter what, they're still cold. And they could still use, and those things stay hot for eight hours, and they're super cheap. You can pick them up at gas stations, like. So I always hand those out, but yeah, it's that idea of like there are people. Get a huge packet, Costco, fam. Fuck yeah, dude. Amazon. Yeah, you could get yeah for like cheap. Big old dang pack, and just hand them out mm-hmm. in this climate. <laughs> but so I did hear though today. I was listening to the radio, oh, I and I heard that um, that there were eight deaths. Accounted to the heat. Or I mean, sorry, the, the cold. The cold. That's ah. your oppression right there. Um, but I did hear, so there, uh, there was another death that was not attributed to the cold, but check this shit out. There was some gunshot. No. I, I saw that this morning, actually. There were some, oh. some gunshot deaths and stabbing deaths. Um, but they in, were, in Minneapolis? Um, I just went looking this morning again oh. because okay. I was just curious, like, how Morbid many people curiosity. we lost. It's... No sadness, curiosity. I was just like, who did we lose? Like, who's the, gone, fam? The one that I heard. This is like major depresso, yo. It was a woman. They thought it was due to the cold, but then they figured out it wasn't. It was in Fargo. They found her. It was an elderly woman that they found in her car in a cash wise parking lot, and they thought that it was because of the cold. But then when they saw her, it was evident that she had been deceased for a while. So like several days or something. It still might have been because of the cold, but whatever the case is, she's dead. She was in her car for days. That's that's too many levels of sad. That's like a lot of levels of what the fuck. So my birthday is coming up. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be my birthday. It's gonna be rad. What do you um, what do you hope to accomplish in the next year of your life? That's too many questions. Mm-hmm. Why are you questioning? That was so just much? one. <laughs> do you feel attacked? No, I was just. Do you kidding. feel attacked right now? I was just kidding. Trigger warning. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're assailing me with questions right I'm now. So sorry. What do you hope to accomplish? Oh, nothing. I don't know. <laughs> what am I a senior um, in high school? What the fuck? <laughs> I do hate that. Like, what do you want to do with your life? Fuck you. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm basically 12. Wait, I didn't mean to say that I want to fuck you with my life. I meant to say, <laughs> screw you for asking me that question. Wit has lofty goals. She wants to fuck all of you. <laughs> Thanks, Swan. Thanks. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you, Swan. Perfect. You're so perfect. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so... I don't know. It's a big, big time for me. Like, uh, came out to my dad on Christmas, which was really crucial for my, um, I don't know, emotional and (laughs) whatever growth, um, baby steps and big steps, uh, falls, lots of falls, big baby steps, (laughs) mountain climbs, (laughs) um, lots of tears. And also just, uh, kind of trying to, um, find my space for me and, um, I don't know, just ask for back to boundaries, I guess the boundaries that we were talking about, um, just ask for the space that I need and ask for the things that I need and, and take that space. I'm rambling really hard, but that's because this is really hard. Like, yeah, dude, I can't, (laughs) I mean, like as a, as a straight female, I can't imagine how hard it would be to try to come out to my family as something that is foreign to them and try to make space for myself and feel okay with it. And not like you're seeking approval, but you're hoping for it. And like all of the emotions that come with it, like I can't imagine. Well, and I think too, like approval isn't even necessarily, um, well, I don't know. It, in that moment, when I was speaking to my dad, it was something that I, it had more weight than I realized, and it was very important and very tough for me, but it was also super necessary and essential, and it was, like, something that I, once it happened and once we talked about it, I mean, for starters, it was, like, I'm telling you these things with the possibility that you may never talk to me again, but at the end of it, it was, like, um, very freeing, and mm-hmm. there was, like, a, a huge weight taken from my shoulders that I didn't even know I was carrying. Like, I walked um, out to my partner, and, and I cried a bunch, and was very, it was, they were very happy tears. It was, it was just, like, you, and th- that happened a lot while I was talking to my dad, too. I kept, like, dancing out into the living room and, like, throwing my hands in the air and just silently saying, like, you can't believe what's happening right now. Because he had a pretty positive reaction. Things did go really well. And they went, they went exactly how they should, and they went exactly how I hoped that they would. But there's always that fear, because before you have this conversation, it's all of these paths that it could take. You can't talk to them until you actually, for me, you can't, you can't say those words until you're ready for them to, to, for the worst case scenario. Yes. Yeah. So like the, so that conversation happens with the asterisk of this may be our last conversation well, ever. Back to my birthday. Like I was born on my father's birthday. Um, he, I know that I'm very special to him and um, he's very special to me. And I know that it's part of that birthday connection has left a huge weight on me to um, make my father proud and, be who he wants me to be and there have been times where I've had to differ from what I think 
what I know he wants from me to still accomplish that goal where mm-hmm. I'm like, you want me to be happy and you want me to live my best life and you want me to have everything that I want and you want these things for me. So I'm going to do these things anyway because I know this is what you want, even if it's not what you envision what you want for me. Yeah. Because I think every parent's bottom line is that they still want you to be happy. Well, you know it is. Like, it it might not appear that way or visibly, like... You might not feel that way, but it it has to be like it it is. If they if they love you, they brought you here for a reason, and they want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm so glad though that that it was a positive conversation and that it, it was went great. the best way it could have gone because that is that's huge. Well, and it really led me to um, realizing that it was what I was waiting for. Like I've spent a lot of time. Um, online keeping certain um, aspects of relationships I've been in or other things secret um, and I don't didn't always know like why I was doing that or for what reason but a lot of it was that I wanted to for starters have the opportunity to talk to my parents myself and explain <laughs> my love to them in a way that they would understand but mm-hmm. also just like I wanted to I guess I just wanted to do that stuff first. I wanted to talk to them first. Yeah, you, and so you just in to talking do it right. to my dad and and in explaining that to him, like I may not be calling him and catching up every new <laughs> every new step I take. Yeah, um, but it was enough to give me the freedom to feel like I could be more honest um, in a wider area and mm-hmm. like in my online life and like it's 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 big that we're talking about this right now and that I know that this is going to go on the internet and that anyone that knows me my name is attached to it you can hear this this is this is me yeah and so it's big it's really big and talking to my dad gave that space it it was the last thing I was waiting for apparently before talking to the rest of you. The last box that needed to be checked before you could... It was. Because yeah. he's my maker. It was... He's well, my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like, too, like, I think it's going to be different for a lot of people who are coming out to their parents or whatever, but I think for you specifically, it was really important because you have a very close relationship with your dad and because it, you respect him and you love him. And I think it was a lot of fear of is this going to hurt him? Is this going to end our relationship? And and that was your fear. But I'm so glad that it didn't do that. Yeah, I think that could be a lot of people's fear. I There's no way to give you words to explain the relationship that I have with my father. And I think that part of it for me was keeping our relationship I I am almost about to say the word pure, but that's really not what I'm going for. Like, I think back to a few different situations that we were in where um, at one point my dad was like, are you okay? Are you safe? We're on the phone. And, he, and I'm like, yep, I'm safe. I'm staying with my friend, dude, name. And he's like, yes, I, I, I think you're dating that dude, name, aren't you? And I was like, yes, I am. 
And he was like, so I imagine you're not staying on the couch, are you? And I was like, no, I'm not. And it was like a, a sad, like... Uh, the end of innocence in his eyes yeah, of his daughter. Yeah, where I was just like... But we also didn't say words still. And, and then there was another time where I was like talking to him and I let him know that I had tattoos. And it was another very like not... Um, <laughs> there weren't a lot of words used. It was yeah. just very kind of like around the edges of things. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm really disappointed in you. And I was like, just so you know, those are the words that you use that are really bad. <laughs> like, yeah. We don't like those words. Yeah. Like, those are the big ones. You yeah. use that shit when, like, those if I said guns. that to my partner, whew, we would need mm-hmm. to, I would, I have never, I have never, just so you know. But, like, if I use those words, we'd need some big talks. Yeah. Some big, like, we need to go on vacation right now and work some shit out. Like, that's. <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> Swan. I'm sorry. God, dude. <laughs> I'm over here crying. I'm You're... sorry. I'm trying to bring it up. It's okay. It's okay. I'm here with you. I'm in it with you. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Also, I need another beer. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold, everyone oh. just... So let's just finish this thought. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we'll take a tiny break. Um, so I think that oh I always do that I try to go back into a thought when we derail and it's just so stupid it was your dad saying I'm disappointed in you yeah, and those yeah. are the big guns well, and it so this conversation never had a perfect the perfect freaking outcome but mm-hmm. it it was really beautiful like yeah. the the things that he said back to me were really beautiful yeah um and uh, I think the thing that I want to remember forever and ever and ever is that um, he said, I can't really think of words to say right now, but, and I said, the words that you say are really important, so please take your time. Yes. Like, I'm sitting over here like, <sighs> speak, maker. <laughs> but also, please choose your words carefully, because they could destroy my life. Well, but if they're what you feel, like, bring them on, man. Yeah. Like, whatever you got, tell me what you got. Mm-hmm. My dad has MS and has some struggles with, like, the words that he wants to use and getting them out of his mouth when he wants to use them, etc., which is why I said, he was like, I'm struggling, and I was like, dude, take <laughs> seven years if you want. I will sit here on the phone in silence waiting for you to find them. And he said, all I really heard from you is that you're happy. And that's all that matters. And I would encourage all parents of anyone (laughs) to use those words toward your kids because that is the thing. Like, I wasn't, I'm not stressed or crying or sad or whatever because I'm unhappy. It's because I don't know how people are going to receive me. And whether they're going to be happy about that or not. And that's kind of what I'm done with. That's kind of what 30 it has brought to me is like, mm-hmm. okay, guys, here I am. You already said you love me. Yeah. <laughs> you love me for all these other reasons. So can, like, can you just love me? Mm-hmm. Like, can you just, um, can I just be? Yeah. And you be okay with that. And my dad said he was. That's awesome. So now we'll take a little break and grab some beer. It's going to wipe some tears. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, too. Mm-hmm. 
And we're back. Are we back? That was a good break. I grabbed a beer. We all hugged. <laughs> we did. We had a, a full staff hug. A full, <laughs> a full staff hug. Um, sorry, everybody. We're going to have to meet at 10.30 a.m. this morning because we need a full staff Dude. hug. <laughs> Could we get an entire staff hug? Could we just... Should I call out all my roommates, like text the upstairs and like just... go knock on my roommate's mm, door? Just No, like... we, don't need, we don't need all those people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just imagining if we need everyone to hug right now, we could do it. Just a full staff, full staff hug. That was good. Just the, just the dun 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 dun. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to replicate our. um, I was trying to replicate our our intro while also trying to put the headphone in my ear that makes it so I can hear other things that are going on, Uh, but it keeps falling out uh because my ears are stupid. It's okay. I'm br- embracing my life. Just right now. you know, embrace all the embrace things. your bad ears. I was just oh, thinking shit. about that was so privileged of me to say to a deaf person. <laughs> I am triggered. <laughs> embrace your bad ear, please. <laughs> On behalf of me, Swan. On behalf of oh, me. Oh yeah, and and since this is first epi, yeah, fam doesn't know. What up? Yeah, tell um, fam about your ear and why you can't hear. Hi guys, I'm I'm deaf in my right ear. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, put you on the just spot. Sounds like a really Dick. lame thing to just say. No, it's real, just, and it's gone uh, on your entire life, right? Yes, uh, since I was born, we didn't find out until I was four, which was because. Um, I was talking to my dad on the phone, and my I think my mom had put it on my right ear, and then I was like, I can't hear him, and my mom was like, what's going on? And then, of course, she got mad at me, and I thought I stuck a <laughs> rock in my ear, and she, like, angrily drugged I'm me so to the sorry, doctor. Dude. No, dude. She was, like, pissed. She was like, God damn it, you stuck something I'm in so your ear. I'm you found that out, though. Yeah, and then we get to the doctor, and the doctor's like, no, she's probably been like this since birth, and my mom felt real bad. Um... <laughs> snap, bitch. Uh, no, <laughs> my mom's great. <laughs> I love her. Um, but no, we found out when I was about four. And I think, if I remember correctly, because honestly, like a lot of this went on when I was really young. Um, but I think it was something to do with like the the three micro bones that are in your ear that cause you to hear. I think there's just like a malformation in one or two or all three of them in just my right ear. So I just can't hear, and a hearing aid wouldn't do anything. A cochlear would really just fuck me up, and so I'm just deaf in my and right And you ear. just tattooed in that ear. Well, tell, I, tell so, us about that. Yeah, so of course when I was like 18, fucking spring break Daytona Beach, oh, baby. No, really? Are like, you telling no, a real story right now? Legit true so story. Much. Me and my best friend Jared, uh, I called him up like the night before, and I was like, hey, bro. Do you just, do you want to like drive down to Daytona Beach for spring break? And he's like, yeah, t- like tits, when do we leave? And I was like, I don't know, tomorrow? And he's like, great. And we fucking just like, the next morning, we like Gonzo. five in the morning, we left Minneapolis, drove down to Daytona Beach, spent a week down there. It was super fun. But when we were down there, we had gone to this little tchotchke shop or whatever. And the, there was a girl who that had a tchotchke. Chotsky. A tchotchke. It's like like bric-a-brac, just like random like cutesy. It was all just like random shit. And and the girl who checked out, she was like the checkout cashier person. Um, She had this awesome tattoo on the inside of her ear. And it was a tiny like 
like the size of the the size of like a pencil eraser, but it was a tiny tattoo of a tiny set of headphones, which I was just like, that is the coolest thing. I've never seen a tattoo there. It was so cute. It was so dainty. She was like this really like cute, thin, blonde, but like bleach blonde. And she was kind of like punky. And I was like, you're adorable. You're everything I want to be. I love you. And so of course, <laughs> sorry, we're like, we're down in Florida. I'm like embracing my new adulthood where I'm like, suddenly I can do whatever the fuck I want. And so uh, at some point in our trip, I was like, I'm going to get a fucking tattoo. And my friend Jared's like, yes! Like, he was just, like, so for it. He was so excited. You just chose a double clap. <laughs> well, so we went in, and I just, I loved the location of her tattoo so much. I was like, I got, I've got to copy it. It's so amazing. So I picked the inside of my left ear, which is my hearing ear, and I chose a treble clef. So that, because throughout my life, people always forget which is my hearing ear. I sure do. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> <All> so <day. laughs> when people walk on my deaf side, which is my right side, it's really hard to hear them. So typically when we're walking, if they're on my deaf side, I'll just, I'll, I usually try to make it a smooth transition, but I'll just switch over to their other side. And then people are usually like, what, what, what's going on? You know? So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get basically a giant sign mm-hmm. <laughs> that tells people. So I got a treble clef on my hearing ear, which is to signify treble clef music sound I can hear <laughs> out of this side. It also whatever. makes me really sad that Swan and I have talked about this a lot. That, like they have <laughs> headphones, but like they, it doesn't matter to them if we can hear in stereo because uh, they I, can't. Because I can't. Yeah. And I never have been able to. So that, that whole concept is foreign to EP me. EP and I were trying to like decide like the sound quality and we were like, we should totally like check in with Swan. And then, then we both were like, <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> Swan actually doesn't have an opinion on this. I have no opinion on it. Like, I, the, I thought the only opinion might be like, yeah, you know what? Put it in mono. Like, that's all I can hear. So that's all anybody else gets. <laughs> that's to all hear. you guys get too. Is that the right phrasing for that? Did I do that right? Okay, cool. Thanks. We again. got a head nod from EP. Well, because right. well, I, I feel stupid sometimes. I say dumb words. Good. Oh, um, I feel stupid sometimes. Who doesn't? <laughs> Shut up with your feelings right now. Uh, no, yeah, so I'm deaf, and uh, uh, it's fun. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people are like, oh, my God, what has that been like? And I'm like, I don't know. What's it like to hear out of two ears? I don't fucking know. I was thinking about that recently because I was thinking about how good your attitude was about it, and then I was like, wait, this is their life. <laughs> well, it's just like... It would be the same as if somebody was like, oh, my God, what's it like to only have two eyes? <laughs> It'd be like, I don't know. It's all I've ever fucking known. I guess it'd be cool to have another one, but Your whatever. Your eyes got real shifty during that, too. <laughs> I don't know. My... <laughs> no, I just, I've just gotten used to it. Um, it's just, it's usually a bummer when, um, when there's any sort of, like, background noise. It just makes it really hard to hear conversationally, usually. So I feel bad about that because I'm constantly adding background noise like on purpose. Well, just like if if I was like sitting in a sitting in a, a room, if somebody was like having a party at their house and we're sitting on the couch having a conversation, great. As soon as somebody turns on background music, it gets a thousand times harder for me to hear what they're saying. So it, then it turns in a, into a lot of me like nodding and just like, uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. When really I'm like, God, I wish I could hear what they say. But like I get so sick of being like, what was that? What, what was that? And then they repeat it like three times and I'm like, this fucking sucks. I want to 100% validate what you're talking about while also 
comparing another experience to that, mm-hmm. which I hope doesn't take away from <laughs> Not at all, dudes. I'm not offended about it. But I feel that way about ADHD. Like, and I, I think we've talked about that a lot together. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, um, I can't even remember the circumstance. I wasn't outside of my house much today, but one conversation that I had uh, at the one place I went today, there was the person talking to me, the person talking to you, someone behind us talking, and someone behind me talking. And I heard all four of those things at one time. And mm-hmm. it makes me feel really, I can't think of a better word right now. I was going to say stupid, but maybe inadequate would be a better word. Like, I just get so overwhelmed because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, I I can hear too much, I think. Yeah. Like, I can hear It's like everything. you're trying to translate four languages at once. Yeah. And I only yeah. want to hear one thing, which is the one that I'm supposed to be hearing, but I can't because I can't just choose the things get, that get shut out. Like, it's tough, dude. Yeah. It's, I don't, I'm working on that. Thirty-three. <laughs> thirty-three. Working Can that just be like things. your your like call for the whole like thirty-three? Well, like the whole year? It's gonna have to be. Anytime anything to... happens, can you just turn it into like and then they died. Thirty-three <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to embrace change and like hope and I don't know. I'm just trying to move through all the things that I can. I think that's going to be the call. Is... Well, I think that's I think just our conversation just in this last five minutes is just a little taste of the idea that everybody's going through their own struggle Hell yeah, and you never know what people are dealing with. And like, these are small, small beans that, you know, we're talking about ADHD and and deafness and you know, whatever people are dealing with big things on a daily basis. And so it's like kind of that idea of like, can we please move through the world with just a, Kindness. With just a grain of empathy and understanding and just everyone is dealing with their own crisis of some sort. Well, and call back to 33. I've been waiting 32 and a half years (laughs) to tell my father. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I wasn't, obviously I haven't been waiting to come out to my dad for 33 years, but like... I have been waiting for a long time, and mm-hmm. um, that weight on me, when that weight went away, I felt like a different person, but I didn't even know that that weight meant what it meant. So, like, when you, not you, <laughs> but when you come at me with, like, I think that what Swan and I are trying to say is is a reminder to, like, be fair with people and kind and loving, because you just can't understand what they're going through. Yeah. And I was just saying, like, I didn't understand what that weight meant until it was gone, but I still have all this other weight. Like, we're all, we're weighted down. We have our shit. Everybody's working through some stuff. Uh, And we're all trying so hard, and we're trying to figure out what we need. And life is hard enough. We've got a president who's a giant fucking Cheeto who doesn't know his ass end from What, are you in the first episode? I'm sorry. Come on, fam. I need people to know where I fucking stand. Yeah, but just, like, hang in. But like, but the idea of like, <laughs> right, we are ahead. we're dealing with a very stressful political climate. We are My dealing with. My grandma's gonna be really mad at me about this. We're episode. dealing with negative sixty <laughs> below. We're dealing with fucking a lot. You know, everybody's dealing with something on top of the regular minutia that we're all dealing with, and just the idea that like, 
you know, hey, that person at the grocery store was a bitch or somebody was rude or somebody did this or you perceived this slight as something this or that. And it's just like things can get frustrating and things can suck and absolutely stand up for yourself. But also at the same time, remember that maybe that woman who was rude to you, maybe her dad just died. Maybe, you know, it's just like everybody's going through a thing. Everybody's dealing with a lot. And it's Everybody just, I think everybody just needs, like, a really big hug. (laughs) Just a big hug. Um, But also, so we talked a little bit about your relationship with your dad, and I think we should have an episode, maybe not dedicated to, but I think we should definitely have an episode where we directly address fathers and dad's fatherhood. uh, Skype with our dads. Just kidding. Not possible for me. (laughs) I actually don't know this about you. I don't think we've ever talked about this. I don't necessarily air my daddy drama, but Mm. there's quite a bit. And it's something that's affected me a lot. And it's sort of of, uh, resurfaced pretty heavily in the last year. Bet it did, but it does. Yeah. So, so listener, if you want to send us... I don't send us your daddy drama. So <clears throat> this has been sort of a sample of what I'm your person is hopefully going to be, which is laughs and jokes, but also some serious shit. And eventually I think when we get listeners writing in, we can get like topic subjects and everything else. Uh, I'm your person podcast at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> But this was, I mean, this is a little bit of it, right? Like, this is sort of what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Uh, We both shared some, like, kind of emotionally, like, personal shit and had some jokes. I think, I think next episodes will have more jokes. (laughs) But. Yeah, we're usually a little bit more comical. This is kind of heavy. This is a little heavy. Yeah, we wouldn't have. This is pretty personal, but. But this is what we want. We want people to be able to like share their personal shit and we can talk about it and discuss it and comfort each other and be each other's person. Hell yeah. Yeah. So just want to preface everything with like future episodes. Like just want to say we are not the experts on anything. We might say some like maybe slightly ignorant on PC shit and like just want to preface and preface everything with like we're just teach us teach well not not teach us but like we're just we're all trying to learn and like if if we say something wrong like please don't get offended please correct us but like understand that we're not ever coming from a malicious place but we want to be your person and we want to be your person and I just shook my head a lot and that's not that doesn't come through on podcasts and then dumped my water (laughs) Uh, send us your questions, your topics, your subjects, everything that you want us to talk about. Uh, I'm your person podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook and all these forums because let's it's just fucking it, 2019. Let's just, let's just, let's just, let's <laughs> all right, fucking cue the outro. Bye, We're getting out of here. Pew, we'll see pew, you guys next pew. week. We love you.